Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Danita Cummins. She is the CEO of Cummins Consulting and helping leaders grow and build healthy teams. Danita, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Amy. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Can you share your journey with us, how you became a consultant and why you decided to start your business? Yeah, definitely. This is my, I just love my favorite story. So I spent 25 years working for the Department of Defense in a variety of different roles, really working through technology integration and acquisitions. So I retired from the Department of Army in 2020 and had worked in industry at different times as a defense contractor over the years. And I think like a lot of people during COVID and just the change of all the challenges that we were facing, um, I went to work in industry. So I was working out there after I retired from the Army. And then I, like many people, were was unexpectedly laid off during COVID. So at that point, I had a choice to make. I could either go back to the government and continue doing that, or I could stay in industry and kind of climb the corporate ladder, which really frankly, didn't interest me at this season and chapter of my life. And so I decided that I would go and start my consulting and coaching business. I've been doing coaching and consulting, like coaching and some consulting and mentoring for several years. I'm the founder and chairwoman of a nonprofit. So for about 10 years, I've been volunteering and working in that capacity of starting an organization and seeing it grow. So I had a little bit of experience with that, but it was really that the catalyst of coming in and saying, okay, I I need to make a decision. What do I want my future to be? And that, that really was what launched me into the decision to, to start my consulting company and in this new journey. So in walking through your journey now, what are you grateful for? Wow. I think the thing I'm grateful for specifically with my consulting and coaching business is just the opportunity that I get today. This is the first time in my life that I really get to explore all of those areas that really where my greatest passions live. And so I am, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity to grow a business, but I'm super grateful for just the opportunity potential. I realized shortly after I started my consulting business was that I would be my limiting factor so that I have the full opportunity to grow and, and strive and run as fast or as hard as I can do or as, as much as I, I strive to do. So that's what I'm super grateful for consulting. Just personally, I have a great family. Faith is very important to me. I'm always very grateful for my family and for the abundance of love and grace that I've, been, that I've received from them over the years. And then my faith is a deep part of who I am and what I strive to be for the world. So those are the things that I think I'm most grateful for today. In what ways do you help leaders become the best versions of themselves? Sure. Okay. I, as a coach and consultant, I really work primarily with executive leaders who are in either technology or uh, nonprofit and some companies that work within and around the defense sector. So that's really where my superpower lies after the years of experience that I have working in the Department of Defense. So I help, I come alongside those business leaders and we look at their organizational growth and we look at their strategy and we decide current state where they are today. And I have a bunch of tools and toolkits. I'm a licensed 
scale architect. So I can bring a lot of those tools and assessments to the table. We look at where they are. We unwrap a lot of the things that are going on inside their organization. And then we look at your state tomorrow, where do they want to be? So we apply some of design singles to that as well and really look at what challenges that are keeping them from being the person or the organization that they can to the best of their potential. So what I specifically, we sit down and we look at revenue, we look at profitability, we look at the market, we look at trends, we look at acquisition strategies, if that's dependent upon if they're in the government contracting space or not, really how do we build a revenue pipeline that's sustainable and profitable. And then we look at the team dynamics. We look at the person as a leader. We do some assessments on their natural leadership styles and the leadership team. We also look at systems and processes. So I help them look at productivity tools or ways that maybe they're not communicating as effectively as they, they would like to. Maybe they need a better project management information system or, or something, a very technology platform that can help them communicate. And we bring that in and we evaluate those things so that they have the tools and techniques and the training for them to be successful. So what are some areas that you help businesses to optimize and what are some of the main areas that you find that people need help with? Sure. So the first step is we sit down with an organization and we ask the question, do you have a profitable, sustainable market? That's really your foundational pillar for any successful business or nonprofit. And we look across that model and determine what barriers are or factors may be limiting you from having that. And a lot of organizations or businesses, especially when they first start out, they're in that mining stage where they're trying to discover if their product or service that they want to offer to the marketplace is something that, that people want to buy. And so we help them evaluate that, look at the market, and then determine where opportunities lie. And then the second piece of that is I teach a class where we walk organizational growth and leadership and teach organizational leaders the different life cycles and stages, the positive and negative elements that every single organization will go through during its life cycle. And so that also helps organizational leaders see what's coming ahead because every organization will go through specific stages, especially when we get to scalability and we're trying to scale or grow a company or an organization. And then we have some imperatives in different functional areas that we come in and we look at organizational charts. We look at a lot of pipeline strategy, a lot in the business development realm. And then we look a lot on that kind of productivity, exchanging of information. Those are areas where organizations, regardless of what industry you're in or what type of organization you are, those are areas where businesses and organizations can really optimize. Looking one at your revenue engine, looking at that, making sure that's sustainable and repeatable process, and then looking inside your organization as a whole and making sure that you're hiring the right people at the right time. You're not the process is too fast or too slow that you need in order to, to grow your organization. What are some indicators that you might need a strategic plan in your business? That's great. I think strategy is a lot, well, it's vision. So I'm sure you probably know as well, when you're founding visionary person, you have to cast that vision. And then there's a, a team of people sometimes that are needed to come in that will help put that vision, put feet to the vision and actually make that vision a reality. A lot of organizations start out with a product or a service, but they don't really know where they're going and they can't quantify that and put it into measurable tactical steps. So some of the indicators that 
you know, that you need a strategic plan or you need strategic advisement is if there's a lot of reactiveness in organizations, I'll give you an example, like for government contracting or defense contracting or business development in general, it should be built on a strategy, right? Like a lead magnets, you're going to go after certain targets, certain clients, what your market is, what your market does. And a lot of times what I see a lot of clients do is they're very reactionary. So they're just reacting to the next target that pops up, the next opportunity that walks in the door. And they're not really thinking two or three steps down the road on what that is going to look like, what their roadmap needs to look like. They find themselves in a place where they're constantly just managing from the place of crisis or responsiveness. And that's one indicator that it's probably time for you to sit down and work with an advisor who can look longer term at your organizational growth and strategy, your goals, and help you build a strategy to to get there. Perfect. So in what ways do many get stuck in scaling their business and how do you help them with that? I think two things. So we do, we come in, one is teaching that organizational life cycle. So we use a model called predictable success. We walk through the seven life cycles or stages of an organization. And that's really key because it helps leaders at all levels understand the growth curve and the challenges that every organization gets into. 80% of organizations will fail within the first three years. And so it's really important. I'm very passionate about coming alongside those foundation, those founding leaders and helping them see what's coming ahead. So that piece of it, we walk in, teach them a model, give them tools and techniques, evaluate their organization. And then there's a lot of times in organizations when they try to scale too fast. Again, so we talk about profitable, sustainable market. We need to make sure that you have that you've mined, you're mining the gold that's available for you in industry, whatever that looks like for you before you try to go out and scale or grow. And scaling is more like I'm maybe I'm a regional or local business and, and I have a pretty, pretty good revenue base. I have a secure client base. And then I've decided that I want to really multiply that, bring it in, maybe go national, look at a much more regional director. That's what we talk about scalability when we speak with business owners. So we want to make sure they have a solid footing and foundation on a local scale, smaller scale, before we start to bring in new lines of business, before we start to bring in, in those pieces. And I, and that's really what happens a lot of times. Business leaders, they find multiple lines of business and they're going after them. They haven't really created that solid foundation, the machine inside their organization. And some of those indicators can look at, look like just normal process things, right? So if you have a company that you're struggling to pay invoices or you have payroll issues or you've got products that are going out to your customers and clients and the products and the orders are getting filled incorrectly and they're going out. If there's other situations like that, then that's an indicator that you've got probably some housekeeping to do inside. And it's not a good idea to try to multiply and scale that business model yet because the more, more you scale, the more complexity you have in an organization, the harder it's going to be to continue to develop and provide the same level of quality for your clients. Yeah, that doesn't definitely makes sense. I can think of the number of people that are at that place right now where they're, they have an amazing product, maybe amazing brand and all of that, but the systems and everything that they still need to have in place in order to scale just aren't there. Yeah, that's so important. So can you share some of your client success stories with us? Sure. Yeah, that's great. I have 
One comes to mind, again, just a brand new organization, really working really hard starting out. And they're very much, like I said, started out developing doing technology integration for the government, working with companies to help them bring in technology that could solve a Department of Defense problem or gap. But in that in space, they're very good technical people. And this is what I see a lot of times too. And I'm probably Amy, you do too. You have a person who's really good at a technical thing. They're the technical expert, but now they have to build a business around that. So they got to build the strategy. They have to have a vision. They have to have a consistent with revenue other than maybe just the one or two clients that they know that they have been working with. And I've been working with them and work with them to, to build those systems and process. So teaching the leadership team, coming in, sitting down with them, explaining the life cycle model was very refreshing for them because most people don't get that organizational theory training. And then doing assessments with the team and helping each one on the senior leadership staff understand each other's strengths and weaknesses, challenges, and just how they see and process information. And then we worked together, we built project information systems, strategic plans, visions, teaching them about things like OKRs, ways that you can quantify vision, put metrics to it, how are we going to measure success, and just really coming alongside them as a strategic advisor to help the company grow. So we're still in that rollout phase, but it is such a powerful experience to just see the team using common language, understanding, getting more clarity about what their future looks like, the vision, and actually being able to put feet to that vision so that they can accomplish those goals. What has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? My truth. That's such a big question. Yeah, that's such a good question. I think for me, when I started my business, I didn't take my own advice and build my own strategic plan. So I had a great mentor who asked me one day, he said, Danita, what is your strategy? And I said, I haven't actually done that yet. And so he challenged me to go back to the drawing board and think about, think about that and put it on paper. And when I did, I realized that I am very passionate about every single purpose, every single person being the best version of themselves. And I have a great passion for helping organizations do that as well. And I think the truth that I carry, again, is is from my faith of just knowing and believing that every single person is uniquely designed for a plan and a purpose and just to come alongside people and to help them see and develop that purpose and to know that. I think that inside the organizational framework, be it nonprofit or be it for-profit or even in the government space, which again, I spent 25 years working for the Department of Defense. I'm very passionate about the military and in our family and the sacrifices that the men and women in the military have and do. But every organization needs to give life. And that can be a, you can be a single solo entrepreneur doing, running your business out of your home, or that could be a multi-million dollar organization. But we as people should come to an organization every day and we should receive life and it should be a positive place that grows us, that challenges us and helps us to become that person, helps us to become the best version of ourselves. And so with my business and my nonprofit, and even with my family, I strive very much every to make that happen, to help people see that they are worthy, to see that they can do the things, to see that the world needs them to be the best version of themselves and to help come alongside people and organizations to make that happen to the best of my ability. So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out on your journey, what would it be? Oh, I would definitely say don't quit because it's so overwhelming. You know, 
especially you're designing something new or starting something new that potentially has never been done before, or you have never done it before. And I, so that's the one advice I would, that one piece of advice I would give to anyone if they're even dreaming or hoping or questioning, should I do this thing is don't quit. And then the second piece of that is just keep moving forward every day. You don't have to have it all figured out. You won't. Failure is the world's greatest teacher. And so don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to get outside your comfort zone and always ask for help. We don't want to ask for help because we think we're supposed to know all the answers and we don't want to be vulnerable and we don't want to show that side of ourselves. But I've had the greatest success with just reaching out to people, colleagues and strangers, honestly, and saying, Hey, I have this thing or this idea. It might not make any sense, but can you help me? Can you listen? And people have been amazingly generous. Like I believe that people genuinely do care. Like they do want you to be the best version. They do want to help. They do want to see your business succeed. And so just, just try, that would be the thing Just start moving and you have no idea what it could become. I love that. So if there are people that are listening that would love to work with you, what is the best way to contact you? Sure. Yeah, we have a website, CumminsConsulting.org. On social, again, we're on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, Cummins Consulting. And then me personally, I'm on all the socials at Danita Cummins. So they can reach out to any of those platforms and find us. Perfect. I'll put all those links below. Danita, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you're listening, you want more information about this podcast or upcoming shows, you can visit a call with Thank you everyone and have a wonderful